And welcome everybody to episode, what is this, Two, uh, 727 of RP Grinders. I'm your host, Frank Branches, alongside my trusty cohorts, Eric the Great, Breakman the Bold. Gentlemen, how are you, other than our fucking internet problems? Uh, I'm okay. <laughs> uh, just okay? I've been sick all week, and I've only just started to recover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you were sick, Eric, but uh, hopefully you won't have uh, that for too long, man. Are you getting better, or are you still pretty sick? Uh, uh, most of the congestion is gone, but it's still there. Yeah, all right. Well, let's, um, you know what, We're, we've got a ton of news, let's get straight into news, let's try to do as many headlines as we can. Also, I'm uh, tired as fuck, because I didn't get to bed proper time last night. Yeah, well, let's... let's... I don't think I got much sleep because of aforementioned issues. Yeah, well, that's to be expected, anytime you're sick, uh, Eric. Alright, let's get on with the news, because we got a ton of it. RPG News. All right, Eric, you are up, sir. All right, from RPG site, yeah, level five announces crime suspension. RPG Deca Police, great propaganda. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, you're solving crimes in a virtual Deca Decasm world. Decasim, sorry, um, I don't know how it's pronounced, but uh, with turn-based tactical battles as well as investigation elements. Yeah, and and since this is a game more towards younger audiences, it it really does feel like it's Copacan in the same sense that Paw Patrol is, and 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 the, in the in their, I I don't think any of the characters, unless they do something like look into and explain why these villains are the way they are, and actually take steps to correct the problems of society that led them to the path of crime in the first place. It is propaganda because it's saying cops are good and criminals are always bad regardless of what they're doing. Hmm. Well, uh, not only that, Eric, uh, but I actually think there could be a purpose for this. They should uh, take the I mean, train... I'll probably still play it anyways. I'm a sucker for investigation of detective work. Yeah. But, like... I, I'm cautiously apprehensive about this. Yeah, I, honestly, Eric, um, what what should happen is the cops should use this as training because it's got to be a lot better than their uh, training that they're currently under. So, you know. But the, I think the idea is that you're going into a virtual world yeah. in order to find clues that have events. And you're basically solving crimes in this virtual world in order to figure out what happened in the real world. Yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, anything else on that, Eric? We gotta mosey along. So here. you're solving crimes in a safe environment, more or less. Um, yeah. But uh, coming to the PlayStation Four and Five and Nintendo Switch, and sometime by the end of the year. I mean, Level Five has uh, always. I'm always interested in Level Five stuff because they made the greatest game of all time, in my opinion, but but I, I know what you're they saying. they never left the West, even though a lot of people seem to think that. No. The thing is, they no. just moved to the mobile space. Yeah. But yeah. them coming back to consoles is kind of a big deal. It is a big deal. 
so I'm I'm interested. But, but maybe maybe this means we'll finally get Yokai Watch Four, and maybe we'll get Megaton Musashi. Okay. Anything else, Eric? No. All right. Break. Next story, please. Coming to us live from. Damn uh, uh, Why are you not scrolling? Oh my God! The whole internet's being shit today. Yep. Coming to us live from RPG site. Fantasy Live I, the girl who's still time, launches in 2023. Well, that's fucking vague. It's already 2023. Yeah, I know. Uh, here's some, yeah, here's some I, points on the game because I know we through this. Uh, new chapter of Fantasy Live that transcends time. Transcends time. Huh. Uh, begin, what? What'd you say? Nothing. You're really? like on Echo. Yeah. You, oh. you, yeah. <laughs> I sound like an Well, you're breaking up a little bit, man. I don't know what's going on there, but. Continue on. I'm going to right next to my mouth and try this. Uh, being a fantastic life on a ruined island and bark. Wait, begin up. God damn it. This fucking internet here. I know, man. Let me start. Begin a fantastic life on a ruined island and embark on a great adventure into the past. Gather friends, craft, and build your own city. A completely new entry in the Fantasy Life series. Build your own city and go on a venture on a new island. Explore the island with whatever life occupation suits you. Travel between the past and present to unravel the mysteries of the Rond Island. Popular characters from the series make a return. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, it looks like uh, sort of like uh, Animal Crossing in that vein. So you know, so it's. Uh... I played Fantasy's Life on the 3DS. This game, I don't know what it is with the character models compared to the, the original, but it, they look like like as. They look like super deformed versions of the Miis, which are already kind of super deformed, but it's like they kind of spliced the two art styles from the two games, plus the Miis from Nintendo's Me um, Wii. Yeah. And it just looks weird. Yeah. Okay, next story coming to us uh, live from Gamatsu. Professor Layton and the new world of Steam announced for the Switch. So there's no release date. There's a little teaser trailer, which I will play um, if my goddamn internet will... I think it's kind of weird that it's called the New World of Steam when the game kind of already had steampunk themes going on in it. Well, it did, did, did say New World of Steam, Eric, so that's, that's mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that's a differentiator, so there you go, a new new Professor Layton uh, it's world... A What's that, break? Professor Layton, now with more steam. Yeah, more steamier than ever. <laughs> and then they all start. There's a bunch of latent games that were released on the mobile space that never made it to the list, like Latent Seven and yeah. the Latent Brothers, and then the Catriel game, which actually did make it to the list. And uh, I think there was one more. I'm I'm still waiting for Professor Layton and the voy- voyeuristic uh, uh, steamy steamy collection. So oh, yeah, that's and there was the remake of uh, of the first Professor Layton game, which never, which is released on the iPhone. But I th- think, I think that came to the West, but only mobile. I think there was a Switch release in Japan, though. Yeah. All right, um, Eric. Next story, please. Uh, Altelier Marie remake. I wanted to break to do this one. <laughs> yeah, well. But, uh, Italian Marie, uh, The Alchemist of Salberg, launch, which launches this summer for PlayStation 5, 4, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Um, that's Steam, by the way. Um, 
they didn't make any deals with Epic Game Store. They haven't ever, actually. But if it's like anything else on that Chemco <laughs> Toy Tecmo, sorry. Uh, has done, it's gonna be garbage. Yeah. Alright. Anything else on this, Eric? Um it's uh, the original game released back in 1997 for the PlayStation. And the fact that they've made this means that they're probably going to do the Elder Shelter games. Yeah. Uh, Skonema says, I just got a few new games that went on sale on Steam. The newest Sonic game is pretty sick. I heard that, uh, Skonema, for sure. All right, break. Next story, please. Well, it's... Um kind of working here, so let's hope it'll let me read it. Coming to us live from our website, Sea of Stars launches on August 29th for PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, the Switch, and the PC. Oh, the Switch is going to get a demo. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I mean, it looks like Uh, old-school cool goodness, man. I mean, this looks good. In the vein of, like, uh, Octopath, maybe. A little bit more colorful than that, but what uh, what else? I'm just going to get down to the uh, points. Uh, unshackled traversal means you can climb, jump, swim, do all that good stuff. So it's like Legend of Zelda, kind of. Um, unshackled traversal. Well, I just said that. Active turn-based combat. A story-rich adventure. All fun, no tedium. I don't know what the fuck that means. A world you can touch. Oh, like, really? Touch too much. <laughs> I think it means that there's more exploration than there is gathering ingredients. So. Yeah. Yeah, it looks good, man. Like, like it's like you said, it's like a Zelda RPG, man. You can like jump in the water. You can, man. This is really robust, man. This game looks actually incredible. I'm interested in this one. About, about we, the, uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I don't want to go all the way around it. That's all. Yeah. yeah, for sure. All right. Anything else on that break? All right, next story, when it pulls up, is coming to us from RPGsite.net as well. Um, Let's see. Atlas to release Etri and Odyssey Origins collection for the Switch and PC on June 1st. Uh, It's going to be released, uh, wow, $79.99, although you can buy them individually, but they're priced at $39.99 each. Ridiculous. There's no point in this. Yeah, I I'd say wait for a sale. Digital, digital only products should not only be forty dollars, but they should you know not make you pay. Those should be twenty each. I agree. That's way too much. They're asking to for way too much. At least, yeah, they're asking for way too much. This is ridiculous. <laughs> that's that's a high price point. And then like if you get the whole collection, should be at most like like fifty bucks. You know, I mean these are. These are old ass yeah, games. These you know? these are HD remasters of the original DS games, which means you won't get any 3D character models or any of the benefits from the untold games, other than the quality of life improvements they made to those, as well as maybe the soundtrack of those games. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Being used as an option, but um, and then the GUI changes that are more accommodating to the fact that you're playing on a Switch instead of a DS now. Yeah. So, so is the biggest ripoff of the year, then. Yeah, it's well, looking that way, Break. I, I hate I mean, to say it. I mean, I'm going to get it because it's Etrian, but, it, but you know, I kind of hope there's a limited 
or physical release at some point or whatever. I wouldn't get this. I'm just going to wait till. Otherwise, I'm probably just going to get on Steam once it's on sale. Yeah, I would. (laughs) I wouldn't even bother, man. Like you said, there's there's no there's no point in buying it on the Switch. I mean, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna play a digital only version of the game, I might as well get the version that has achievements. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I I honestly, this makes no sense. but the I think I like the PC release having mouse controls. Yeah. All right. And it makes up for the fact that you don't have a touch screen. Yeah. Okay, Eric, next story, please. Uh, and the Switch version of touchscreen support, so I'm wondering if you've played on, on Steam Deck, you can use touchscreen there. But yeah. um, next story is Fire Emblem Engage DLC. Uh, waves have been announced. Wave 2... We'll bring in fan favorites Hector from the original Fire Emblem um, game. The Witch was actually Fire Emblem Seven. <coughs> Excuse me, Soren from Path of Radiance and Radiant Dawn, Camilla from Fates, and I think one of the characters from Fire Emblem Heroes is also showing up. And but I think that's a uh, Wave Three along with Robin and Crom. And uh, two other characters. Yeah. And Wave 4 is going to have this thing called the Fells Analog, which is going to have brand new characters. All right. <laughs> Talking is hard for me because I'm still recovering. Do you want Eric or uh, Break and I to take the rest of the stories, Eric? We can do that. Yeah, but um, <sighs> that's pretty much it. All right, all right. Uh, break <laughs> you and I the rest of the way. Break, take it away. Next story, please. Internet's going really slow. Like it's taking yeah. a lot of load links. Uh, coming to us live from RPG site. What? Go ahead. What did you say? Just go oh, ahead. Oh, one more thing before you guys. Go oh on. my god. Wave two is out now, but the release dates for waves three and four are unknown currently. All right. Break. Go ahead, man. Let's coming get through to this. Live. Second. Asterigos, Asterigos, I don't give a shit. It's, uh, Curse of the Stars, Call of the Paragons launches on February 23rd. Uh, the new updates of the studio's debut title will include seven new boss encounters and a new story in the realm of Phantasma. The DLC will be available individually on Steam, PlayStation, and Xbox for $11.99 or, uh, $11, or $11.99 or Euros. Either way, you're fine. Hmm. So there you go. There you go. All right. Next story comes to us also from RPGSite.net. I think the internet in general is just having issues, guys, because it's the same thing here. Um, yeah. <laughs> Cough. Skoldman says. Uh, Advanced War uh, 1 and 2 Reboot Camp finally launches April 21st. So there's there's a story on that. Break. Next story, please. I think Eric got the internet sick. Huh? I think Eric got the internet sick. I think so, too. I blame Eric. Yeah, this is Eric's fault. Dude, you should have covered your mouth. No, <laughs> the internet just got all of us sick. I know. <laughs> you got you to use a mask when using your computer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Biden Kaitos, one and two HD romancer. Uh, romancer. You skipped a bunch of stories, dude. Yeah, you, sp- you skipped two stories, bro. Darkest Dungeon and Mon- But that's okay. Go ahead. I'll pick up. Eric, don't worry about it. I got this, bro. I'm a professional. Uh, this game's been announced, so there you go. 
All right, Biden Kaitos, I can't believe it. This is really cool, man. That's an underrated game, right, Eric? Biden Kaitos? Yeah. The only yeah. thing that bothers me is that they're not going to redub the game, and it's only 30 FPS, ah. which I think the original might have been anyways, but the fact that they didn't upgrade it to 60. To make it 60. Yeah, that sucks. But, I mean, that's cool. I mean, I remember Biden Kaitos. Good game, man. All right, let's go back to Darkest Darkest Dungeon, if my uh, crappy computer will get there. Darkest Dungeon 2 releases on May 8th, so there you go. May 8th, uh, if you guys were a fan of Darkest Dungeon, you will be able to play it. So there you go. And then there's a list did, of... Did the Pondicasis article say anything about a physical release at all? Did not, Eric. I'm uh, well, it didn't specify digital only, so I'm going to assume that it's both. I guess. Did you have... Uh, I'm sorry, break. Go ahead. To us live from Gamatsu. Monster Menu, the Scavenger's Cookbook, launches May 23rd in North America and May 26th in Europe. All right. Very good. Anything else on that? Five and the Switch. All right. Uh, I'm not going to play video the rest of the way, guys. I'm having a heck of a time with my internet, too. So, um, hey, break. I have a question. Has, has, uh, have you got your state tax return yet? Yeah, I got that. And Pretty mine awesome. hasn't even been accepted yet, for whatever reason. Oh, that's weird. I don't know. Yeah, that sucks. You might have to, you might have to like, contact them or something. Yeah. All right, next story comes to us from Gamatsu Master Detective Archives. Rain Code launches June twenty or June thirtieth, four days after my birthday. Mm. Um, so there you go. Um, Spike Chunsoft and developer Two Q Games. So uh, it doesn't give us much. I don't. I don't think I have a trailer for it, but it looks pretty. I mean, I I, I don't even know what to compare this to, but it looks good. All right. Anything else? No. All right. Uh, break next story, please. Live from uh, Gamatsu, Rabbi Ribby, developers announced Metroidvania game Tevi because they want to keep with the weird names <laughs> for the PS5, PS4, and PC. Yeah. And there's a little little trailer. Yeah, there's a video, but... Uh, Step into the pixelated world of Tevi, an action-packed 2D adventure that seamlessly blends Metroidvania, bullet hell, and spectacle fighter elements. Traverse a vast interconnected world marked by strife and uncover hidden secrets. Encounter a diverse cast of allies and enemies featuring angels, demons, and cute animal ears. Upgrade gear and collect new ones to enhance your abilities. Customize your build to suit how you want to play, slash, dash, shoot, and execute flashy combos to vanquish bosses and epic children. Yeah, it looks like Terraria to me, uh, like the art style. <laughs> That's what it kind of reminds me of, but, you know, but whatever. I'm sure it'll be good. All right, anything else, uh, Break? No, just want to move on, because I just want to move on. <laughs> I, I kind of want to oh, move on. I think on. I know why. I haven't gotten any message back. You guys... Uh, Technically, we did it through my dad's account, so it's probably been mailed there. But my parents haven't bothered to forward it to me. Oh, well, maybe you should ask them after the show. But I don't think I got it back yet, quite. Because right. I, sta- I got my federal first. You guys... I haven't seen my state account. I haven't been checking my account. It wasn't there. Right. Uh, hey. 
Yeah. Let me. I filed mine last week, I think. I did mine on <laughs> Sunday last week. All right. Point, Ad. Nobody asked you. <laughs> uh, Skonuma says uh, you guys play Tevi. No, we hasn't come out yet. Skonuma, yeah, you just answered your own question there. All right, next uh, story comes to us from Gamatsu Morbid, the Seven Acolytes sequel. Morbid, the Lords of Ire, announced for the PC and sure to come to every other console if it does well. Uh, but it's a sequel and it looks pretty damn good. To be honest, I mean it, it's probably an upgrade from the last one. Can't show you the trailer because it's like age restricted and only available on YouTube. So there you go. If you want to see it, check it out on YouTube. There is the news. Thankfully, we got through all of the news, guys. I uh, can't believe we did it. Okay, hold on one second here. I gotta get all my ducks in a row here. Uh, Breakman, I know you have something. Should I play your music? I do? Yes. I All right, I'm going to play your music. You check. I love your intro break, man. Did you get it? Did you get it up yet? <laughs> Break. No problem. Uh, come, uh, coming to us from uh, Bernie. Yes. Uh, dear Breakman, if you're having sex with a woman and she queefs, do do you continue or stop out of embarrassment? And I believe you meant sex with the woman, not not sex. Yeah, she, she didn't want to get in trouble by the by the uh, Twitter yeah, gods. Sex really kinky. That's a really really kinky thing. So I don't think you meant the sex. Is the sex like some kind of like? egg um, <laughs> anal play or something. No. <clears throat> I, I was not talking about the sex. No. <laughs> it's definitely that's, that's sex. Embarrassing. Right. Uh, so uh, let me see. You're having sex and she queefs. So how does this happen? Like, uh, I guess uh, you're inserting the penis into the vagina and there's some friction. And right. And the air gets trapped and, and, you know. Yeah. Just so, so some air escapes, you know. And, and then, okay, why would you stop? Right, I agree. I mean, there's no stopping. I mean, you know, you just keep on going like nothing ever happened. You know. I mean, I guess like if you if you're just starting out, you know, I mean that might be something that causes you like pause. You know, you're like, whoa, what the fuck just happened there? You know, did I shit my pants? Or you know, that's that bugs you to pause. Then you're you're gay. You're not supposed to be with a woman. Sorry. <laughs> Skodoma says that's something you just have to laugh off. <laughs> I totally agree, man. Like that's happened. I mean, that's definitely happened to me. Like, Damn. no doubt. Like, that's you know. I mean, that's how you know you're so doing it good. During sex, right? Uh -huh. <laughs> yes, during. If she's masturbating by herself mm -hmm. and she queefs, stop. Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know the answer to that question. If I if but if I'm watching, I I'm telling her not to stop. You know what I mean? Like, keep on going. Um, right. Yeah. Starts to put her pants back on. Like, no, no, no. No, you just go right back to that couch. You were doing just fine. Everything's all good. You're gonna go make me a sandwich. <laughs> okay, a little bit of misogyny there. Okay. <laughs> I kind of agree with Skodoma, man. You just kind of laugh that off. You know, you keep going. <laughs> just keep 
keep uh you know pounding away that's what you do so Mm-hmm. Uh, so Mrs. Bergman thinks I'm perverted. Is that what I heard in the in the room? <laughs> come here then. What do you mean you are? <laughs> well, of course you are, Break. You wouldn't be Breakman if you weren't perverted. You know. I don't see the evidence of that. There's no. There's no proof. You have none. Hey, um, we should call you Pervert Man or Sex Man from now on, or Boob Man. Something like that. You know, something to acknowledge your pervertedness, uh, Breakman. You know, what do you say? Okay. Name change in the near future? Uh. Pervert man. <laughs> 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 He's crying. All right, anything else, break man? Before we move on. <laughs> All right, here we go. Inquiring minds want to know. All right, break man. What have you been playing? <laughs> what have I been playing? Uh, let me see. Uh, a little bit of blasphemous. I um, queefing the game. Anyway, what's that? Queef the game. I queef the game. It's true. <laughs> uh, the, That's so sweet. I get that the creep. The creep. Creep. Yeah. Uh, the creep. Uh, so, anyways, blasphemous. I'm on the second to last boss. I keep losing against her because you have to fight her twice. Like the first round, she's really easy, and then the second round, she fucking turns into Satan on your ass. And shit. <laughs> doesn't give you a chance to react to anything. Yeah. You have to be quick. Yeah. And I'm just not quick to handle her. She's destroying me. So, uh, get frustrated with that. And I've been playing uh, more to Turtles. Calabunga. So, um, I've been almost in there so far. Yeah, Calabunga Collection. I think I only have like one game left. I was going to say, um, isn't it going to be satisfying when you beat that boss break? Are you going to do like one of those yes things like where you jump up in the air and you're like, fuck yeah, type of things or no? Is that just me? Because um, it's not, I've I've had more frustrating boss encounters than this one. It's just because this one just like it goes from uh, like twenty miles per hour to eighty miles per hour. Like I'm just not even getting close to beating the second part. Of the <laughs> That's one of those <laughs> ones where you just fuck fuck this. Yeah. 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 She's an ass. What's her name? Santa Claus. Oh. <laughs> Mrs. Santa is a badass, man. <laughs> All right, uh, what else have you been playing? Break. Carmageddon, uh, some more Carmageddon. Just you know, after right. uh, after I get frustrated losing to her, I turn that on and run some people over, and it's like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Scotima said he got the Angry Video Game Nerd game. He says it's pretty badass. I mean, I don't know. I've never never played that one, Scotima. I heard it's pretty good. So good effort. All right. Anything else? Uh, break. Well, more Friday the Thirteenth. Frank, I'm all the way back up to fifty percent on my kills. Yes. Sweet. That's good, man. You I'm might. My- you might get back up there, man. You might do it this time. Hopefully, they don't screw you yep. again. You know, I think if they did that to you again, break, you would probably throw your controller and never play Friday the Thirteenth again. <laughs> If it was a disc, I would take it out of my driving, snap it, and yeah, it, yeah, it yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Like, man. You kicked me again. I know. Crack. I know. <laughs> I've I've almost done that to a couple of games, man. Like taking the disc out, and you motherfucker, you, know, you just you want to fucking just you know, I don't know. All right, uh, Eric, what have you been playing, man? The only discs I've ever broken are those AOL discs because they yeah. gave them out. Like, I worked in retail, they gave them out with every like computer purchase. So. Yeah. 
Yeah. He was like frisbees in the back and shit. Though. Yeah. All right, Eric, you're up. Uh, I played Persona 3 Portable when I finished my first run through. I do the second run through as a female main character at a later date because I want to look at a guide for it, but the guy's not ready, so I'll just wait till that's done. Plus, there's a bug that prevents you from getting the, the, all those social links maxed out the achievement. So that's another reason to wait. Damn it! Hopefully they so fix that. So I'm just playing something else now, and I moved on to Persona 4 Golden. Awesome. And I would have had a review up if I had not been sick. So yeah, I know you've been kind of sick. What else you been playing, Eric? Those are the only two things I've been playing. I've been watching an anime, which we'll have a review for later. Yeah. All right. Uh, I've been playing Last of Us Two. Um, did you I skip had, the homie discounts I had? What did you have homie discounts there, Eric? I must have. Yes. yes. All right, let let me finish my my what I've been playing, then we'll go through homie discounts, Eric. Um, I I played Last of Us too. I'm I don't know if I should go on playing this game. Like I agree with everybody that played the game that had a problem with a certain event in the game, and it's for a lot of the same reasons that people are complaining about it. But there's a big problem with Last of Us too, and it's pacing. The pacing is awful in that game, and the shocking event that happens is just... It's one of the worst moments like, in video games I've ever... Like, like, I think the first Last of Us was, like, 8 to 15 hours long, and this game's, like, roughly twice that. Well, look, Eric... And I, it really doesn't need to be. <laughs> I agree. Um, I didn't know that. Like, I haven't beat it. I'm not doing a review on it until I beat it, but I'm not even sure... I'm going to play the rest of it. Is it even worth playing? Because, <clears throat> like, if the first part of the game, I, I'd say I, I'm a quarter of the way through, and the shocking event that happens is, like, it's not, not. I don't want to do this with spoiling it. I know it's an older game, but the the person that dies is a major part of this game, and it just takes the wind out of that sail big time. And also, it... it <laughs> The like the way that it happens is so stupid and ridiculous, and some of the worst it's writing like in a video. Drive drama. For the it's so bad, Eric. Drama. It's so bad. It's so bad, man. I, I, I was like literally like, okay, I knew I knew what was going to happen because other people spoiled it for me, but I'm like, this you really. Eric, from the go they announced the sequel. This is. Um, Go ahead, Eric. The, that that the game felt like the game felt like it was completely unnecessary sequel. Well, I don't think it's an unnecessary sequel, Eric, because I would like to know what happened to these people after. Like to me, that mm -hmm. that's a a compelling thing. Like what what happened after they you know the events of the first game? Where did they go? What did they do? Et cetera, et cetera. But the problem is. When you when you do something as shocking as they did, and you do it in such a wimpy fashion, I, I understand fully why gamers are upset. It has nothing to do with other characters in the game. Like, I mean, it just and the pacing so bad. Like one moment you're you know you're you're Ellie and you're doing cool ass things, and then another minute you're playing as this this chick. Uh, that ends up being uh, an antagonist of the game, and and the pacing is just so different. You didn't. I mean, it was just so bad. It's just really, really bad. Um, also, part of me thinks that 
maybe the game should have been a movie instead of a game. Because they clearly want to make cinematic experiences, and, and these people clearly have hired writers that want to make scripts that are more apt for films or TV series, which is why I think part of the reason that The Last of Us show has so far been successful and people have enjoyed every episode, because it's something that benefits from being an episode format instead of being a game. Well, I guess, Eric, but it works as a game and as a series just because of the content. I think if you have strong content, you can make any game, a movie, and vice versa. But um, the problem is, with this one... Stories like that's a weak argument to me. Like you can have great action and a great story. I agree. I agree, break one hundred percent. I mean, this. But Eric, Eric is right too. I mean, this this tortured by that. Look, Eric, to be something that maybe is not a good fit for. Eric, I'm telling you right now, Last of Us is a great series. I've seen three episodes, and the last episode is one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Period. It had a great, great... You would love... I don't know if you saw it, Eric, but it's great. I haven't watched any episode yet. Okay. The third episode is one of the greatest episodes of any series, and I'll put that up against... I mean, you know how how I feel about Monument, the episode of Castlevania, which is great. Um, The Last of Us is awesome. I, I, I love it. I love the actors. I love everything about it. The, the changes that they made were necessary. I mean, there's it's as close to a video game as you can get. And, and I, I love the first Last of Us. So, <clears throat> but what I'm saying with the second one, you know what? I'm going to hold it because I want to do a review. I'm going to try to, um, I'm going to try to get through it, even though I really don't want to play anymore because it just. <sighs> I mean, I, I can't explain it without spoiling it. So I'll wait till a review. So you guys got until probably next week or the week after before I spoil the fuck out of Last of Us 2. So I'm just going to leave it at that for now. Um, all right, Eric, you have some homing discounts. What are they? Um, first, uh, the PlayStation Plus Extra Premium games for this month have been announced. Um, could have done this last week, but I didn't think to grab it. But... Um, I guess I have to accept cookies. Yay, thanks. Um, the games on the Extra and Premium are as follows. Alex Kidd and Miracle World DX. Um, said it was added September 20th. Oh, but why are they listing ones that have been here before? I'll just skip that. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Assetto Corsa Competizione. Uh, Alan Wonderworld. <laughs> Yay. I know. Control Ultimate Edition. Chris Tales, Deliver Us the Moon. Um, Demon Souls. I guess they're just listing off all the other games that have been added since. but Because um, they're still there. Um, Control Ultimate Destruction, Edition. Uh, Destruction All-Stars. Fort Foreclosed. Gosha Shishima's Director's Cut. Actually, I think that was last month. But um, Ghost Runner. Greedfall. Uh, Human Fall Flat, I Am Dead, Kiwi, Kona, Last Stop, Lawn lawn Mowing Simulator, uh, Man Eater, um, Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales, uh, Monster Truck Championship, Mortal Kombat 11, NBA 2K22, 
I'm pretty sure these are all the games. I just don't know which ones are, so I'm just skipping over the ones that were added like several months ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, Observer, System Rita, uh, Overdrive 2, Super Mech League, Eternal, uh, Ride 4, The Artful Escape, Torty Fonts, uh, 2021, um, why not just the latest one? Whatever. Uh, Warhammer, Chaos Bane Slayer Edition, Werewolf the Apocalypse, Earthbound, WRC 10 FII, World Rally Championship, Breakfast, Witched Wood, and Yakuza, like, they're going, well, that was before, so I'm skipping that one. That's it, those are around there. Um, then there's PS4 stuff, but, um, PS3. I'm not gonna read the rest of this because it it's, wasn't. It's an extensive well list of games for sure. Yeah, some of these have been added on before, and they, they kind of just didn't format this well enough to just single out the ones that came just this month. I thought it was a list of just stuff that was added this month. But yeah, whatever, that's that. that's extensive, man. That's that's a huge list. So, all right. Uh, so there's a bunch um, of new stuff for sure. Yeah. Um, I wish Sony made it easy to just let you know the new uh, editions were on the store itself, but um, that I could just look there. But Xbox Game Pass adds uh, Gundam Battle Alliance, Mountain Blade Two, Banner Lord, Shadow Run, Shadow Warrior Three Definitive Edition, and let's see what else is there. Uh, City Skylines Remastered. Okay, so. The first three games I rattle off, plus Madden, are coming, or actually, they came out yesterday. Um, the 14th gets Mountain Blade 2. The 15th gets City Skylines Remastered. The 16th gets Shadow Warrior 3. February 22nd sees Atomic Heart coming. And uh, February 13th uh, sees an early uh, EA Play Early Access Trial Wild Hearts. And EA Play games are also available on Game Pass, so that's definitely a Game Pass game. Yeah. And there's some perks for people who are on Game Pass Ultimate, like uh, Fallout 3 gets a Modern Living Bundle, and then Elder Scrolls Online Dragon Slayer Bundle. Okay. And here's what games are leaving February 15th. Um, Besiege, Crossfire X, Infernax, Recompile, Skull the Hero Slayer and The Last Kids on Earth. I need to do a review on Infernax and tell people to play it. Um, and even Infernax? if I can't play it on Game Pass because I haven't got around to reviewing that yet. But uh, Crossfire X is leaving because uh, it's a it's a games as service game that has been shuttered. Hmm. That's why it's leaving. Well, there you go. Alright, anything else, uh, Eric? No. Alright, so we could move on to reviews. RP Grinders reviews. Breakman, did you have any reviews? I, I've been watching um, Batman animated series again. I'm not all the way through it yet, so I don't want to review it. But I, there's some interesting things I've noticed about the about the cartoon. Like it is very much like a, a product of like eighties uh, and, and kind of I guess it's early 90s before uh, storytelling for cartoons. Like, mm-hmm. every episode was serialized. Yeah. You know, it's 
loose connections to the following episodes and stuff like that. Like at one point, I think it went like ten episodes, and all of a sudden Robin's in it, and you're like, wait, oh wait, this is college age Robin too. Like what the fuck? He's not even a kid. And then in the next episode, he's not in it, and then like he's only like in a, a few episodes of first season. It's like okay, this is weird. Um, and then the second season, they change they kind of change it up to Batman and Robin, and he's a large part of it. Um, but the third season's where I'm at now, and it's gotten like way different in the third season of the show. Hmm. Like the whole kind of tone of the show changed, I'll yeah, say. Yeah. It is almost a completely different show, but they just the if you're buying the D if you were buying the D V D sets back in the day, they kinda just called it season three. Yeah, like it, it is really like a different show because it's a he is a completely different Batman. Like the, the the first two seasons he was more like an Adam West type Batman. Like he was he wasn't afraid to be emotional or to laugh or anything like that. And in the third season, he's the the Batman from uh, Justice League. You know, yeah. never cracks a smile. He's not joking about anything. He's dead serious. Uh, he can't show emotions or anything like that. It's it was just such a weird flip. Hmm. And, and Robin's uh, gone, and he has to deal with Jason Todd, basically. <laughs> yeah. Well, and in the third season, it seems like it is more like um, the serious. Is more like. Tim Drake, because they basically took Tim Drake's personality and injected it into James Todd. Yeah. So, right. they, uh, yeah, so it's like, um, I forget, like, uh, it, oh, I was gonna say, it's just, um, the last season seems more or less, or actually, the last season seems less serialized, is what I was Got you, say. got you. Like, but yeah. So on the last season, I haven't got to the movies yet, um, it, it's, to me, it's like watching, like, uh, the first season is like watching G.I. Joe or something like that. Like, most of the episodes are completely independent of each other, so you can sit down and watch it at any time and just enjoy it. Um, the first season, like, it really, a lot of the episodes do hold up very well. Mm. All right. I mean, uh, I did. Like, the, I always remember, the like, the, the one episode where the Joker, like, kidnaps this guy and and bullies him and stalks him and stuff like that. You know, just to be a, just to be an asshole. It, it's the weird <laughs> juxtaposition between the animated series and Super and the animated series, which were episodic most of the time, and then, like only occasionally would have a two or three parter epi- um, episodes. And, mm-hmm. and compared to that, to to the to the episodic nature of Justice League um, Unlimited, where. Conflicts are resolved in a single episode, but <clears throat> there's like no char- no time for character development because there's too many characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they and that's one thing they don't have a problem with. There's a and there's a huge cast. Like I would say, the probably the one thing that's that truly holds up about it, and it does. I don't think it gets sung enough. Is it, it gets sung enough for a couple of people, but the rest of the cast some for some reason gets ignored. The voice talents. This, there were so many great voice talent voice talents and voice actors in this show and but all, people only remember you know Mark Hamill and, and Kevin Conroy who deserve accolades they absolutely do although I think the part of the reason that that season 3 feels like such a different show compared to the first two seasons is because um, the Japanese studios they're hiring to do the animation for seasons 1 and 2 they, I don't think they wanted to pay for them or they were busy doing other things mm-hmm which is why they had to come something different. Yeah. Uh, like, Scott- I want to say, Richard, 
Arlene Sorkin, Sor- Sor- sorry, Arlene Sorkin, and uh, Paul Williams. They don't get enough love and credit for the great performances they did of Two Face, The Penguin, and Harlequin. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, Skodoma says, do you guys know when or if there's going to be a new Matrix game? Uh, I don't know the answer to your question, Skodoma, but I would be interested because they did a really wicked demo. If you get a chance to check out that demo, the Matrix, I, I forget what they call it. It's more of a tech demo, like to show technology and, you know, the graphics and, you know, how... Uh, Matrix game could be, but I would I would love for them to do a full full length game. If you can pick up that demo, I don't know if they have it on Steam or I know they have it on PlayStation, but it is a wicked demo, man. It's basically like you could be Superman in that game, and it's just it's really badass, man. The demo is just outstanding. It it uses I think it uses Unreal Five, and it's just it's a gorgeous demo, man. Like it, you're in the city and you have to do these menial tasks, but it, it's it's a fun little demo, and I really wish they would do a Matrix game using that engine because I I think that would be a ton of fun. I'm not a huge fan of the movies. I did like the first one, uh, all right. I hated the the sequels. The latest one was okay, but I, I just I, a game. I think it would lend more to game than than to movie. But I I would be excited if they did it in that format. All right. Uh, anything else, Break, on your reviews? Do you have any more? No, that's it. There's a lot of episodes. <laughs> yeah. All right, Eric, your review, please. I mean, I kind of already reviewed Food Wars before, but I don't think I ever covered seasons uh, three through five. Okay. Um, but uh, you, um, basically the premise of the show is... Uh, there's a kid who runs an eatery with his father, and he gets elected to go to this uh, culinary arts school called Totsuki Academy, and they learn how to be great chefs, and they have these things called food wars if there's ever like a problem that they need to be settled within the school for whatever reason, and um, so, so it's basically uh, who can make the better dish. And so, like, if if you steal a, a guy's chick or something, they would do a food war, and that would settle it. Um, it's not that kind of show. I know. I'm just or fucking with you. No. Yeah, but yeah. anyways, the, the it's a fan servicey show. So, like, the idea is that they make food so good that like they'll do close ups of like them, uh, in, in mental image in their head were their clothes will be disrobed and yeah. um, they cover up the naughty bits of course because it's a show in the show but it's still you know implications you know yeah. but they're basically having a food orgasm <laughs> yeah they're covered up like uh, like the Austin Powers movie mm. right right but uh I'm that's really fine and well and the first three seasons are about him going up against various opponents and then them having like a I guess the equivalent of what a, a real real school would be like, where, where they have midterms, basically, where they go in this big competition. To, and uh, the second season, or the rather the third season, was about him challenging all of the student council body, basically, called the Council of Ten, where he 
basically top, guns for the top spot and gets in a competition to take care of that. And the fourth season is about them fighting the new director of the school is basically turning the school into a dystopia where, like, everything's going to be done exactly his way, but the problem with his way is that if he's allowed to get away with what he wants to do, then they won't have the freedom to make the kind of dishes they want. So it's basically food fascists. Um, <laughs> and, and so that's ridiculous. But the fifth season is... Um, it, it almost shouldn't exist because the fourth season ends on a good note for them to end the series on. And I think the the, the original manga artist for the manga should have just quit while they were ahead. But I'm guessing their editor prodded them because it was being successful. And they had to come with something and what they came up with wasn't exactly great because it's kind of mixed. Mm. And it's about... It's about this... Uh, kid who basically comes up with a fake name and applies as a teacher and because he's like I guess I physically he's like 19 but he, he but so I guess that's why he can get away with being a teacher but um because he looks kind of young compared to the rest of the cast but um older than them somehow they never explain how old he actually is but Anyways, enough to go to jail for looking at those kids wrong. Anyways, <laughs> he basically wants revenge on on his dad because he felt like his uh, Soma's dad abandoned him because he used to be his apprentice. You learn out this, this about a third of the way through the season, but um, he also wants to marry Arina, and he thinks that with his cooking skills, he can like. I guess woo her somehow. Because um, she has a condition basically called the God Tongue, which is like some stupid shonen-y superpower that she has that is more like a curse because it's called the God Tongue where she can basically um, has like this very specific palate and she can like get all kinds of insight to food because of this. But because of this, um, her love of food will eventually run dry and she won't be able to eat food normally anymore or something. But um, he thinks that with his cooking skills, he can keep her, that from happening. And that's why he wants to marry her. But he's really predatory about this. And he basically wants to make her a trophy wife. <laughs> and that's problematic on, In itself. on that front. But based on information we learn about this character, it actually... I'm glad that they dodged the bullet there, because... Um, it's kind of a spoiler alert, but it's also pretty uh, predictable that he actually ends up being her half-brother. Oh, God! <laughs> His half-brother. But uh, anyways... um, uh, I've seen enough anime to know that won't stop him. Yeah, no, it actually does. It's enough. Oh, it does. Wow. wow. But, but it doesn't matter since he ends up losing to Soma, anyways. Because he's the main character. Yeah, but I mean, Soma <laughs> sometimes, which is one of the reasons I like the anime. Like he doesn't always win. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, but like the one thing the criticisms I can give against the show is that 
he doesn't ever seem to really struggle. If he loses, he loses. And he just keeps trying, basically. Yeah, which is what I like about the show. It's like how upbeat it is. It's just it's a it's a feel good type of show. At least the first two seasons. Yeah. What's I mean, up, Freak there Five? Were, there were a couple episodes where they did come to struggle, but like the other thing I didn't like about the series is that, like, past season three, they spend less time on explaining how certain dishes are made and just trying to get the fights over with quickly. Or their their the lack of character development for certain characters. Yeah. I, I it, when we start <laughs> talking about ingredients, it reminds me of like um, when we're watching something like say Yu Gi Oh, and they go into like the long explanation of why they do this move and stuff like that. But un, but unlike Yu Gi Oh, it's not bullshit. It's actually they're talking about food and they're talking about real ingredients and real mm-hmm. dishes and stuff like that. Yeah, so it's yeah. yeah, to me that's they like, kind of bring that back for season five, and I kind of like that. But um. Like, the weird thing about Fives, in addition to that, is that this dude is basically part of this, like, group of, like, chefs that only work for the Mafia. Like, they're basically the chefs for the Mafia groups. And and a lot of the the designs are just goofy, and and none of the villains have given any characterization. The fact that they're, like, ooh, kind of (laughs) villainy. Mile and stuff like that, but like, so they're kind of one dimensional. All right, Eric. So, what are you giving the series? I'm gonna give the series uh, seven. All right, fair enough. Sounds good. Uh, Freak Five is in chat. What's up, Freak Five? Nice to have you in here, as always. Um, okay, I'm gonna uh, uh, do. Did I did I skip you break on reviews? No, mm-hmm. I didn't. Okay, good. Like that's right. That's minutes. right. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do mine real quick because we're kind of running out of, out of time here. Uh, I know you did a review of The Dirt, Breakman, a long time ago. The Motley Crue biopic, biopic, whatever, however you want to say that. Um, it's great. <laughs> um, it I'm does, glad you liked it. I liked it too. It was, it was, it was, it was good. I enjoyed Yeah. It's... Um, it's basically about Motley Crue. It doesn't it doesn't skimp on sex or drugs or rock and roll or anything. It doesn't pull any punches. The only criticism that I have, it only touched the surface on a bunch of things that happened, like um, uh, the relationship between Vince. Uh, I'm sorry, Tommy Lee and Heather Locklear. I know you um, brought up Heather Locklear in your list of uh, voice actors that don't get enough credit for Batman break. Uh, and I gotta say, they, they did a really good job with all the actors that they got to play the parts. Um, they touched on a lot though. They touched on, t- touched on Mars's, um, degenerative. It's not a disease that he has. It's just a condition, uh, where his back b- basically becomes concrete. And you can definitely tell that. Um, I don't think he's touring anymore with them. I know they're doing, doing tours, but I think Mick Mars is pretty much done because he can't do it anymore you know um so they touched on that they touched on i mean they you did a really good job uh, on your review so i i suggest people go back and listen to Breakman's review but i think it's great um they touched on the hanoi rocks uh, lead singer getting killed when he was uh in a car accident with vince neal they touched on vince neal's daughter dying i mean there, there's just so much good in that in that um 
duck like biopic that I recommend anybody watch it. If you can get past the lewdness of it, it's a really, really good uh, movie. The Dirt is great, 9 out of 10. Um, the next I'm going to talk about is a movie called Skinamarink. It's on Shudder. It's an experimental um, abstract film, and I liked it. You know how uh, Breakman, we talked about um, uh, Blair Witch having no substance at all? There's a lot to be gained by watching Skinamarink. Skinamarink is a crazy movie with about two kids who are locked in a house with uh, um, their dad is nowhere to be found. You 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 kind of get things here and there. It's grainy. It's gritty. It's it's grimy. Um, not much happens in it. Um, but you know these kids are in great peril because the doors disappear, the windows disappear. So you're really, you know how Blair Witch tried to make you imagine what the hell was going on, Breakman? And, and it didn't do a good job of that because it just sucked. It was just boring. And, and it's, there's a reason why we had it in our list of shitty movies. Um, and it won. What's that? And it won. It did win. <laughs> so, I mean, there's a reason why it won. It sucks, right? I mean, we both agree. I think Eric kind of agrees too. Um, but, Skinamarink is different. It's 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 Blair Witch, but done way better, in my opinion. And it 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 does even less than Blair Witch, but it does so much more. I I can't explain it. It's a movie you have to see for yourself. I'm giving giving it an eight out of ten. I I think very highly of this movie. It's an abstract journey that you just have to piece together here and there, and it's really really peril perilous. Um, these kids are, I mean, you, I mean, nothing really happens to them, but does it? I mean, there's there so many questions with this movie that it's just, it's just awesome. But anyways, um, I didn't watch, what do you, wait, 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 what are we talking about, Skonema? Uh, other shows I watch had Sam Smith as a devil. You should watch, search it. I have no idea what you're talking about. All right. We're talking about award shows. Oh, award shows. I don't watch award shows, man. <laughs> Fucked all those dumb dumb shows um vox machina season two is fantastic it's it's different than season one season one relied more on on like funny quirks and jokes and like made you laugh more season two is a little bit more serious but every bit is good i think everybody should watch vox machina i think it's a great series it's on amazon prime I give it a solid nine out of ten. I think it, it's just really, really good. So nothing but good goodness that I reviewed this week. So let's move on to everybody's favorite segment. Ah, what is it? Stinko of the week. Breakman, Stinko of the week. I got a few. Um, the horrible earthquake that hit uh, what was it, Syria and Turkey? Yes. Terrible. Twenty-two thousand people died so far. That's it's that's horrific. So, yep. Yeah, that's uh, that's one stinko. Um, another one goes to one I, I mentioned last week, and I just I want to reiterate just how fucking terrible this is. The the whole end of uh, uh, that uh, before the law was domestic people who commit domestic violence weren't allowed to have weapons. Well, the judges. And whichever court scrapped that law, and now it's going to go right into effect nationwide. But we talk about common sense gun laws. Is there any more common sense gun law than somebody is violent 
to the person they love should not have a weapon? Yeah, I, I, I don't know what the answer to this whole gun thing is, Breakman. I, I, I really don't, but it seems like a really bad idea on the surface. It really does. I, I don't... I don't want anybody with mental issues having a gun. Um, I don't want anybody with with a violent history to have a gun. I mean, if you've if you've used a gun in any form or fashion other than taking it to the range or you know using it responsibly, like hunting or or things of that nature, you have no business with a gun, in my opinion. But you know, Second Amendment. So you know. But 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 we talked about so many like common sense gun laws and stuff like that. To me, like the domestic violence one is one of the most common sense laws. Like, we since that law was taken into effect, the rate of women murdered by their spouses plummeted. Yeah, yeah. Well, they can expect a spike in that for sure. Break. I mean, that's just you know the NRA wins again, man. You know. At one point, that was one of the highest. Uh, reasons for death for women in this country. Yeah, yeah. Violence. But you know, and it's it's not. I don't even think it's in the top twenty now. Yeah. Well, expected to be back up in the top twenty. Break. I mean, I know, as, as sad. sad as that sounds, man. What else you got, Break? Ohio continues to get worse. Uh, now they're going after the reporters. Um, I saw that too. That was ridiculous. Yeah, I, I don't know what the fuck is to do with this state right now. We've uh, we have a bunch of Republicans who have violated the laws, but they control the judges. Um, they control every bit of the government. So then, why is punishing them for it? They're getting away with that. Well, that that guy's going to have a hell of a lawsuit on his hand because the First Amendment still stands, you know. So until the Supreme Court strikes down the First Amendment, that's you know he's going to have a heck of a fucking lawsuit. And so. that piece of shit, Mike DeWine, is like, oh, I, we don't do that kind of thing. I didn't approve of that. It happened at your conference, dude. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if you approved it or not. Like, like you didn't do anything about it afterwards. Yeah, how about you tell you them to get him the fuck out of jail and shit. an apology? You know, at least that. But they won't do it. So they're, they're going to get a lawsuit. That's simple as that. Like, he's done, like, apologies and stuff like that. But the thing is, this happened while he was doing his thing. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I, I knew there was, like, some commotion, but I didn't know what it was. Like, there were cops, like, literally uh, slammed him to the ground. Like, yep. This isn't something you don't notice. And, and he was, he's like, one, he was reporting on the train derailment that had toxic chemical spill. Oh, boy. Yeah. And something else, uh, we they've, they've been covering up a lot of that. Um well, mostly because they cut a lot of uh, EPA restrictions and stuff like that, so there's not that many people to um, really investigate those things, and the ones that do are loyal to the regime. Yeah. Also, maybe the train would have derailed if we had a actual bullet trains instead of this cold bullshit. Yeah. Well, All right, what else you got, Break? They, they rolled back a lot of, like, safety measures and... Um, 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 Shit, uh, oversight for the trains and and train companies and stuff like that, you know, because big money said, you know, look the other way. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you got yeah, enough the- money, you can make anything happen, right? Yeah. All right. I mean, what else? We eliminated like big business, um, big businesses' influence in our in our government. That would fix a lot of the problems. Right. Right. I agree. Okay. What else you got? That's it. All right, Eric, you're up. 
Uh, we all stinkos, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, my first thing was, oh, of course, I was been sick ever since probably Thursday. I took Friday off because I knew it was getting worse. And mm. by Monday, I was still feeling pretty awful by that point. So I just took. So I went to work. Told them I was. I wanted to know what my, where my uh, attendances were at. So I didn't miss too much time. Not too many occurrences. So when I figured it was low enough, I just took it the day off. But I needed even more time on Tuesday and even more on Wednesday. And I needed a doctor's excuse so I wouldn't get five occurrences. <clears throat> All right. So what else? that sucked. And I, it's only just yesterday that I started to feel better. But now I'm still dealing with just still with light congestion, and mm. I'm still coughing, but it's getting gradually weaker. So I'm improving at least. That's good. All right. Anything else, Eric? Um, I just can't talk too much, otherwise I'll end up having a fit. All right. Are you finished? Um, uh. Uh. Oh yeah. There's one more. Uh, I found out that my mom's sister has cancer. So this is so she only has two sisters and one brother, and she already lost one sister a year ago. Yeah. And now she's finding out that her other sister has cancer. That, that really sucks, man. I'm sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, and it's pancreat stage four pancreatic cancer. Oh, oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um so so they're going to try the game of the shit out of it, but who knows. Yeah. Uh Freak Take 5 Freak 5 wants me to tell you guys his stinko. He got into a I guess a fender bender. It looked a little more than that to me, Freak 5, but he sent me a picture of his car. His car looks <laughs> The back end of his car is fucking wrecked, man. But um yeah, some kid hit him and um I guess the other stinko is the fucking cop gave gave uh a freak a uh, ticket. I don't know if the other guy got a ticket, but freak got a ticket, which was ridiculous. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, what's that, Break? I thought you were going to say the cop gave him a cavity search, Frank. Well, I mean, I think he would have enjoyed that. Oh, know, right. I guess I have a suite of this week. I just forgot. Hold on. Yeah, we're not there yet. You have time, Eric. Um, Skodama says, gotta tell you guys my sweetos because it makes me forget about the stinkos. I upgraded my computer, got a new motherboard processor, RAM, three more terabytes of memory with a new total of five drives. That's pretty badass, Skodama. I mean, I, I, I'm not into PC uh, stuff anymore. I'm a Mac guy because I, I learned my lesson with that shit. I don't like to tinker with computers anymore. But hey, man, good on you, man. That's really cool. I'm, I'm happy for you. Now you can play all the latest and have a badass computer that doesn't fuck up and you know all that stuff. So that That's at, what at I least have fun doing next year. at least for six months, Skodama, and you'll Maybe be tink- next year, tinkering. Sure I'm probably gonna need a new couch. Then I'll get a computer. Yeah, I, I learned my lesson about all the porn that I download. Like I, I think <laughs> I can get a new power and be safe. Yeah, I think my lesson. <laughs> you download porn? You don't stream it? I mean, it was back in when we had like it was. <laughs> Or streaming was the big thing. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, and your piece of shit laptop, man. I mean, you know, 
<laughs> back when I had like a actually a computer tower. Right, early right, right, right. Um, my stinko is just Southern Colorado, man. They have, I mean, it, it's a, there's a big racism problem down there. It's it sucks. I, I don't want to get too into it. I, I mean, if you guys want to know more, go to my other channel and you can see what I've been up to lately. But uh, Southern Colorado sucks. Um, let's move on to happier things. Dude, what does my tattoo say? Sweet, sweet of the week. All right, Breakman, your sweet of the week. Uh, I just have one, and it makes me so happy. There has been a show that I've been a fan of for a very long time, and uh, since the pandemic, they haven't actually had a regular season. Well, South Park is back, and they have a regular season again. Like no, oh, no, South no, Park's back. Yes, none of the specials. It's a regular season of South Park again. Um, it's a Valentine's Day episode, and there are, to give you a little bit of a spoiler, there are hearts with Hitler's faces on them. <laughs> Only that, South Park, man. Only okay. South Park. Yeah, great. So, uh, it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen, too. Like, I was just like, <laughs> oh my God. Like, they go, they don't, they're not afraid to go there at all. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Skunwa says his younger son got an evaluation with his teacher and some other staff that he excels in reading but is lacking in math and writing. You know what that says to me, Skunwa? He's fucking normal. <laughs> you know, fuck. I mean, you know. Uh, Freak says his sweeto in March, they're moving his hours back to 10 to 6. That's pretty badass. Uh, not even as bad as I thought it was going to be, Skotoma says. Yeah, I mean, dude, I mean, kids are kids. They're going to get through. You know, I mean, they, they're they resilient. They're, they're not, most of them aren't masters of everything. I mean, there's there's kids that, you know. Unlike most parents, Skotoma is realistic about his child's expectations. Right, right. Your, your son's not going to be president of the United States, Skotoma, despite what, what everybody tells you. You know, I mean, there's there's... There's only room for very few people in history that can do extraordinary things like be an astronaut or or president or or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you know the, I, yeah. I don't. I, I mean, soccer moms because I don't know what else to call them. I know. I know. No, I mean it, it's okay to be just. You know, it's okay to be normal. You know what I mean? You don't have to be extraordinary. Ordinary is just fine. Just don't be. Don't be subordinary, you know? That's, the only that's, problem is that the extraordinary people are held back by the rest of society. Well, that's true, too. There's a lot of extraordinary people that uh, are held back by society. I totally agree, and that's that's part of the problem. Not everybody's a fucking mathematician. I mean, I, I'm I'm a jack-of-all-trades. I do every uh, almost everything fairly good, you know? I mean, I can't say I'm great at anything, but, but damn it, I'm good at, at a lot of things, you know? I mean, it's, not I mean, great. We're holding him back. Is that what? Is that what that's what. Happened? That's what I'm saying. You guys are holding me back. You know. Wait, wait I mean, you've had an attorney. How are we holding you back? <laughs> that's right. You're right. You're right, Eric. <laughs> all right. Um, can you please move these over there? I'm getting a hell of an echo. Thank oh, you. Sorry. Um, all right. Um, let's. Anything else? Uh, break, uh, sweeto wise. No, I better go uh, load that thing that we're going to do. With yes, thing. let's do it. Uh, Eric, what is your sweeto? Um, I need TV. Yes, you got a, a a similar TV to what I got, uh, Eric. Yeah, yours is like an older model. Yes, it's, yes, and mine's it's a, the model, mine's the model from last year. Yeah, you're you got a great TV, dude. <laughs> it's it's great. You know what you need to do, uh, Eric? Go to YouTube. Bernie wants you to do this. Go to YouTube and look up LG Honey demo, 
and it it'll amaze you, man. It's really fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Um, all right, anything else, Eric? Um, I just want to know if there's a way to like individualize volume settings for each input device. Volume? Like, yes, for there is. Reason my switch and deck sound really, really low, so I have to crank it up. There is settings for that. But the problem is, like, for my Xbox and my PS5, they have special stereo settings that make it sound too loud. Yeah, yeah, you gotta mess with with the settings on your TV and your device. But yes, to answer your question, Eric. Um, Freak says, Frank jacks people off and trade for weed. It's the other way around. People jack me off for weed. I have have a lot of weed, Freak 5. I grow... I grow my own, so <laughs> yeah, it's the other way around. All right, uh, my I speedo. Don't have a stereo hooked up to my TV. No, no, no. I just, I just have the TV and the consoles because yeah, I live in an apartment. There's no room for a stereo. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry too much about it. Just mess with your settings, Eric. You'll, you'll get it. Uh, read your manual too. That helps a lot. Most people don't. Uh, they just throw it away. But there's a lot of helpful uh, information. TMI, I know. <laughs> well, Freak Five asked for it. Uh, uh, break. I have to give the people what they want, you know. Uh, all right. My sweeto is Bernie got promoted, so that's always a sweeto. It's always good. So happy for that. Um, okay. Uh, let's move on to the free for all. All right, last week we did the cutest tournament, or cutest uh, character in video games tournament, um, the first two rounds. This week, we're going to do the first two rounds of the hottest. So, Breakman, do you have your tournament bracket up? You're goddamn right, I do. All right. Um, we tried to be fair. There, there are guys in this tournament. Um, the first round, I didn't pair any like men against women because it's not going to be fair to them. I mean, this this tournament's going to be biased towards women. Just, yeah. Just so the no, sorry. Uh, first up, we have Jessica from Dragon Quest Eight versus Katana, who everybody knows doesn't like to wear much clothing at all. Yes. Frank, this one out. Yes. Um, I'm gonna before I start, I'm gonna I forgot to give uh, uh, Freak Fives uh. I guess this is his sweeto, <laughs> um, but this is a picture that he sent me, and it says uh, Disney Parks. Minnie is doing what now? Minnie is dripping with excitement as she celebrates the the set centenary of the Walt Disney Company in her typically fashionable style with this ear headband. Part of the Disney 100 Platinum Celebration. This limited dish, blah blah blah. So basically, uh, Minnie is dripping with excitement. Is the uh, sweeto? Is his sweeto? So there you go. She's she's wet right now. Freak five. All right, I'm gonna start with this one. Break. Um, Jessica versus Katana. I mean, these are both hotties, man. I I had a huge. I don't know. I mean, I never felt that way about any of the MK female characters. Really. Are you kidding? I just don't like the character design of that series. Oh my god! In general, Eric, what is wrong with you? Um, but I like in certain contexts these characters could be, but I just never, you know, felt like that way. The hats are all dripping with something. It looks like cum. So somebody jizzed all over the uh, the <laughs> ears. All right, um, I'm gonna go with Jessica on this one. I know that's shocking, Breakman, but that's that's what I'm going with. Especially uh, since Katana's 
like costume is kind of basic. Yeah, I already know what Eric's gonna pick, but go ahead, Eric. Um, well, I'm voting for Jessica based on personality alone. Yeah, hotness. Plus, she's hot. I mean, that's just simple. Vote for Katana because you know that's. I mean, look at what she likes to wear. For God's sake. I know. Sakes. I agree with you. I think Katana's hot too, but there can only be one, right? Break. I mean, there's not all of us are going to be happy with this this tournament at all because there's going to be some favorites that go. I mean, I was looking through it, break, and there's some damn good fucking matchups like the next one. <laughs> I know. I had a good segue, and you just stepped all over it. Oh shit! Sorry. Um, that's fine. I tried to interrupt you twice, but you just nah. yeah. Yeah. I've learned way to get you. I'm stopped. sorry. What were you saying, break man? I'm no, I'm I'm serious. Well, we no, I'm kidding. Go ahead, break. <laughs> Next round, we have. Ivy from uh, Soul Calibur series versus Samus Aaron from, well, yeah, if you don't know who Samus Aaron is, you're listening to the wrong show. Um, Eric, you can go first. Uh, Ivy can go fuck themselves. I mean, the only character design of hers that I liked was Soul Calibur 2. And after that, she, I just felt like her design got progressively worse. Frank? So, and But Samus has always been consistently hot. Uh, I'm going with Ivy because of the reason why Katana was thought of by Breakman. I mean, her outfits are really sexually suggestive and pretty awesome, in my opinion. I I like Ivy a lot. I think Samus is hot as well, um, but Ivy for me. And you know what also makes Ivy hotter to me, too, is... And I'm not saying Samus isn't comfortable in her own skin, but Ivy is obviously comfortable with her own body. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that adds to it. Like, she's not afraid to say, "I got a little bit of extra weight here. I don't care. You still want this, won't do you? Yes, yes, I do. Yes, Uh, I do too. Samus, um, it's got to be Ivy. And and you know what? Real quickly before we move on, Ivy's Ivy's uh, character model actually is pretty good because they don't they're not afraid to put a little extra salchicha on her. You know what I mean? Like a little little extra like like. I just didn't vote for it because she's purely created for that purpose. That well, purpose. I mean, this is what this tournament's all about, Eric. So you know, you know what I mean. Like, but all right, continue on. You're kind of missing the point here, but okay. Uh, next, we have the first get, uh, first male. I don't know. I, I I don't know. Maybe I just have a different idea what hotness is, and I think more than skin deep hotness is where I'm at. Well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that either, Eric. I mean, to each his and her own. All right, I, but my um, which means I'm going to be fighting an uphill battle with you every step of the way. I mean, my pick for Ivy was because of her confidence. Yeah, That's, it wasn't even about the. the I don't know. Club. I feel like I feel like characters from from Bamco fighting games are two dimensional or one dimensional. Well, he just gave you a reason, dude. Like like a serious reason why he picked Ivy. I I was the one that was very shallow in my pick but i i thought that that's what this was all about man like being yeah, shallow you are very persuasive but that's not enough for me all right well it's this it's whatever you think's the hottest we're just gonna give you shit but it's dude don't don't change for us um next we have alucard versus dante and i guess i'll go first because you guys went first with other ones how did i do this to myself um I don't think Dante's hot. I think he's a raccoon. <laughs> he's he's I trash, mean, man. I, I'm gonna go with Alucard. Uh, just he's he's a vampire, and you know women seem to really like vampires. So Alucard, Eric. 
Alcard. I mean, I mentioned it might not like my vote matters at all right now, but I mentioned the fact that that uh, one of my favorite episodes of any series. Eric, let me finish. Uh, All right, continue. Let's move on. Alucard. You didn't. I wanted to hear what you were saying. Okay. Uh, Hopefully, I won't be interrupted this time. Um, I mentioned the series. One of my favorite episodes of any series ever involves Alucard. And and um, it's not Simon. Who is that? Uh, Trevor uh, battling it out in episode four, season one of Castlevania. And Alucard's pretty hot, man. I mean, I'm not, you know, I don't I don't swing that way. But but if I did, I mean, Alucard's definitely definitely a good looking uh, anime character. So Alucard for me. Well, he does, Frank. So you have a chance. There you go. <laughs> uh, next we have Bayonetta versus. Lady Dimitrescu. Dimitrescu. Dimitrescu from uh, Resident Evil Village. And everybody knows who Bayonetta is. Frank, you can start this one. Why would you do this to me, Breakman? You picked two of the hottest fucking characters in video gaming history. Well, you don't think who's hot? No. You don't think who's hot, uh, Eric? I I think Dimitrescu is people's fetish of wanting to be stepped on a giant oh lady. my god you're ridiculous eric now i know you're ridiculous lady demet screw is fucking hot as hell but how could i go against I her is her chest is huge oh my so. god man she's <laughs> she was modeled very very well and and her outfit isn't very very revealing so I'm it's not about oh my reasons. god break actually gave ivy all right, can I continue, I Eric? Let me know when I can continue, Eric. Frank Eric. didn't get to do his turn yet. Eric, let me time. know when I can continue. Okay. I can continue? Eric, can I continue? I just, yeah. Okay, thank you. Um, I, 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 this this is the, the hardest one on the board for me, Breakman. Um, I think both of these characters are definitely worthy of the number one spot in this tourney. But I... By the slimmest of fucking margins, I'm going to pick Bayonetta. Actually, I should pick Lady Demetrescu, but I'm going to pick Bayonetta because Bayonetta is fucking hot as hell. That's who I'm picking. Eric, now you now it's your turn. Because <laughs> I'm I voting for Bayonetta for the same reasons you gave Ivy because I think they befit I um, Bayonetta rather than Ivy. I think, but I I don't. I never got that impression from Ivy at all. I got that impression from Bayonetta, though. Well, both of these women are extremely. Uh, I should say all the women on here are confident. It's it's just that um, when you're confident in your appearance and who you are when you go into a room like Bayonetta, like yeah, um, let's make this a uh, uni- the first unanimous decision as Bayonetta moves on. Next, we have uh, the men return with Frank. I don't even know of all the all the people on here. This one, Gordon Freeman. Yes, the smartness factor, Gordon man. Versus Leon Kennedy. 
a, a um, guy who has no character development and is pretty much just an avatar for the player. Yeah, like <laughs> like who has like, actual character. Like Leon Kennedy has any actual fucking uh, big time story attached to him, other than uh, going around in a village uh, in Resident well, Evil Four. Leon speaks and says stuff. Well, so what? We're talking about looks and and shallowness here, Eric. I, I don't. I don't think you guys are getting the point of this. This is not an exercise in who's, you know... I'm just going to say it's hard to tell how exactly how hot Gordon Freeman is when he's in armor all All right, fair shit. point. That's a fair point, Eric. Fair, fair enough. All right, who goes first, Break. Okay, um, I was about to say, for the guys, maybe we should bring in a third party. Who, Since Bernie or, or Mrs. Break? Bernie, I don't know if Mrs. Breakman wants to do that. I don't think she Bernie, who example. would you pick out of Gordon Freeman from Half-Life 2? Or Leon Kennedy from Resident Evil 4 and, and other oh, Resident Evil games. Leon Kennedy, I think. Yeah, Leon Kennedy. That's my pick, too, yeah. by the way. Gordon was your choice. Well, okay, fine. Shut I up. <laughs> I just was coming up with, with <laughs> random names, man. And and that's... You know what? Gordon Freeman actually shows up on quite a few lists, too. So, screw you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's, like, artwork somewhere of, like, Freeman and, like, other outfits... <laughs> Whatever, but I can't tell. I can actually tell how hot he is because he's wearing all the armor in the game. Oh dear lord! Do you want to see his penis size and his ass, uh, yeah. uh, Eric? Yeah, <laughs> shut up over there, Bertie! How dare you? Leon Kennedy moves on. Yes, <laughs> it's unanimous. All right, what else we got? Uh next. Wow, oh, men again. We have the Prince from the Prince of Persia series mm. um, versus, sorry, cat hair in my mouth, because uh, I don't know what <laughs> wants it down. <laughs> Vega from the Street Fighter. Sure, it's series. a cat hair? Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to be so pretty, he wears a fucking mask. Um, he kind of looks like a girl. I'm very, I'm just, I'm just saying. Um, so, I think some people are into that. Mm-hmm. I'm start. What do you think? Who's starting? Eric? Uh, I think the prince is hotter. I, even like even if we're just going with the Sands of Time trilogy, uh, that even even if we're not just going with that, like the one from the 2008 game is also kind of hot. <laughs> All right. So I'm going for the prince. Frank, um, I'm gonna also gonna go with the prince because. Uh, Vega is like really, really vain, and that's a turnoff for a lot of ladies. Yep. Is the vainness? That, um, so uh, Eric is absolutely right. He's a good-looking dude. I'm not afraid to admit it. I was just it. coming up with names, and that's like one guy came off the top of my head, so I just put him on the list. Yeah, Ve- no, that's that's a fine choice, but Vega is a very vain individual, and I I doubt very seriously would have went too much further than <laughs> round two. So. Like uh, it's kind of the, kind of the, a bit film, you know. Yeah, I mean, the, like like Eric said, nothing wrong with that, you know. But but very vain, and that puts him down a notch. It's like it's like a really hot chick that knows she's hot. That that puts her down in my 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 book. Oh, and the next one I think has one of my has my first choice in here actually. Next we have Jade from Tales of Abyss versus my dark horse Cindy Orum from Final Fantasy Fifteen. <laughs> God, it, hold uh, on a Frank. second before you move on, dude. I gotta mention this from Freak Five. He says, <laughs> "I forgot another stinko. I got an ego boost last weekend. I found out that a bunch of my daughter's friends think I'm hot." 
Oh my god, Freak Five. That's that's an that's a, a stinko. <laughs> I'm sorry, your uh, break. You, you you go ahead, man. <laughs> anyway, uh, so um, what was I saying? Uh, it's Jade versus Cindy Orum, uh, Sid's granddaughter in Final Fantasy 15, the blonde mechanic. Um, I believe it's my turn to start. And yeah. I'm actually, I don't, I'm not sure who Jade is, but the but Jade's the not a woman, by the way. Oh, <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead, man. <laughs> so dead. Although, <laughs> I'm so dead. <laughs> Although their personalities, so maybe you might question that. Right. Okay. Continue on, break fan. Frank, you're next. <laughs> I'm definitely going with Cindy, man. <laughs> well, um, you should have put Jade in another category, but. Um, and I am sorry. <laughs> well, I'm gonna vote for Jade just to fuck all of you. <laughs> I'm writing this down. Jade is a man. My if, man. If, if, if anything, I I wouldn't vote for Cindy anyways because <laughs> she's. Uh, I'm sure she cleans up well after after you take all that grease, I'll take that any day of the week. Man. Shorts and the jacket she wears, those are a turn on for me. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so Cindy's moving on? <laughs> we all should have voted for Jade, man, just on principle. <laughs> the, the thing is, though, is that Cindy is so pure and innocent. She's way focused on fixing cars and even being interested in the opposite sex or whatever. <laughs> I don't care, yeah. man. Doesn't bother bother me at all. <laughs> uh, next, next we have uh Lulu versus Miranda Lambert. And this is a hard one, so Frank, you can go first. Oh, this is a hard one. That's what she said. Um I'm going with Lulu. Lulu's one of the hottest video ca- characters ever created from Final Fantasy Ten. No doubt. She's the whole standard of goth chicks. Oh, God, so hot. Uh, Eric, you're next. Mm, I'm gonna vote for Lulu. I didn't care for Miranda as a character. She's definitely hot, but uh, like, she's, I don't know, I, I feel like some of the other female characters in that um, were more interesting. I made her cry in a video game and I felt bad about making her cry. Some vote <laughs> for her. But, uh, so this is a pity game. vote. <laughs> a pity, a pity vote. <laughs> oh man, Miranda. Anyway, uh, next we return to the men. Nathan Drake versus uh, Jacob Taylor from Mass Effect Two. Um, uh, you know what? I think he may be the only black man on this list. Yeah, I think he is. I think actually he might. No, there's another black person. He's the only black man on this list. Yes, Jacob Taylor is the only black man. Sorry, Jacob. Taylor. Uh, Eric, you can go first. Um, I never really saw Nathan as hot. He's he's just a dumb everyman. Um, don't worry for Jacob Taylor. <laughs> I'm gonna make a uh, Breakman's life a living hell because I'm picking Nathan Drake. I I want Breakman to be the uh, tiebreaker here. <laughs> okay, let me see here. We got the the Nathan Drake the the. The, the 
Brad Pitt type character. Actually, wait, who's he? Uh, Tom Holland plays him, right? Yeah. So yeah. He's like the Tom Holland guy versus Jacob Taylor, who's really buff. Uh, I yeah. think he likes to go shirtless too. Yep. Um, uh, sorry, Nathan. I gotta say, Jacob Taylor. <laughs> Skoma says, I just keep seeing images of squirting eggplant emojis. <laughs> wow. I love it. <laughs> we stay with the men here. and uh... I'm just, I'm just, I can get over the fact that, that Frank thought Jane was a woman. Uh, not me. That was that was break, man. Not not That's Frank. That's what I said. Oh, okay. I thought you said me, man. <laughs> Uh, do you just assume because her name was Jade? That yeah, was that's what he did. I, he I just assumed. Jade at all. Just the name Jade, I assumed, was a woman. <laughs> you, you thought it was Jade from Mortal Kombat, didn't you? No, he probably thought it was Jade from <laughs> Dragon Quest <Whistle> Legend. <laughs> <laughs> Jade was a woman. <laughs> Man. I hope, I hope there's not a lot of trans people listening right now. I think I'm uh, next we have... I think you already do that enough on your daily basis. <laughs> Eric did the like. Think, hey, what what <clears throat> fuck what kind of fuck all ally are you? Eric is a uh, is is uh, like twisting the blade, man. That's that's what you call twisting the blade. Go ahead, break. <laughs> we're, we're just yeah. giving you shit, dude. That's an ouch. Um, so I think I'm start finally starting to feel better, which is why I'm getting snappy. <laughs> Go ahead, next, break. Yeah, Izio. Uh, I uh, did a tour the Ferenz. No, you gotta uh, say it right. You gotta say it right. Uh, I'll do it for you, Breakman. It's Ezio Auditore de Firenze versus Ryu. Versus no, no Ryu. He, he, this is bearded Ryu. Because mm. uh, I've heard uh, he gets a lot of compliments, and uh, I, I gotta say, Frank, at first I, I hated your choice of Ryu, and I'm gonna go first. Uh, but then I, I thought about it, and I thought, like, hey, you know what? A lot of people think the bearded Ryu is hot. And, uh, you know, he's going shirtless like Jacob Taylor. But there's also bearded Ezio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Wearing like, body armor and stuff like that. Like, he's hiding his body. Uh, just mm. Ryu's like, he's going, <laughs> the only thing he's got on pants. Like, he doesn't even is, care. Is your fetish a battle-scarred assassin? Because I'm pretty sure Ezio has lots of cuts. No, just... I put in here in the first place, but I was trying to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm vote for you. Oh right. wow, all that, Eric, and you vote for you? <laughs> How dare you, you son of a bitch! I mean, let's make it unanimous. <laughs> Fuck it, Ryu. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Wouldn't have mattered what I said. Freak Five says a friend posted on Facebook this morning asking if the dog and cat toys in the Toy Story universe come to life too. And Freak said, "I asked, what about the adult toys?" <laughs> that reminds me, Toy Story Five is happening here. Really shouldn't. I don't know. They could continue with a different character like they did. It was fine. I liked it. All right, what do we got? Break. Let's continue. <laughs> There's another character on this list and I'm not seeing. No, Freak. Silvando's not on this list. There was another character I could... Hey. Uh, anyway. Silvando should have been on this list. Uh, we have... And this is a uh, interesting fight. We have Jill Valentine of the Resident Evil series versus Cammy White of Street Fighter. And, um, Frank, you can start this one off. 
Ah, this one's tough because Cammy's really hot, and so is Jill. I, I'm going to go with Jill, and I'll tell you why. Because the PC version of uh, Resident Evil 2 remake, you can pretty much put her in any outfit, and I've seen some of those uh, videos, and yeah, it does it for me. So, Jill Valentine for sure. <clears throat> um, that long blonde hair and those um, those ash cheeks are worth of art. <laughs> They sure yeah, are. Literally. Uh, white. Eric, you're the tiebreaker. Um, I'm not, um, I'm going to Jill. Also, I think Cammy might actually be like a lowly character. <laughs> At least when we see her in, in initially in Street Fighter 2. Super Street Fighter 2. Yeah, well, yeah, she, she morphs to... into something, you know. <laughs> so. Well, yeah. when she comes in the series, she's been, um, just freed of the indoctrination of um, Bison. Yeah. So she's still like coming into herself as a person. Yeah. Because uh, he was created by Bison. So, you know. <laughs> Skodama says Cammy's ass cool. cheeks well, crack a walnut. Two other clones. Whoa. Uh, a strong, strong uh, Cammy support in chat. Both Skodama and Freak 5 say Cammy, but too bad. Cammy loses. I know, I know, guys. They're wrong. I couldn't help it. I tried. You guys need to look anyway. up some of those mods uh, for Street or I'm sorry, uh, Resident Evil 2 remake. It, the mods do it, man, for sure. All right. <clears throat> what else you got here, man? We got to continue. Next, we return to the men. We have Ado Kristen versus, and I thought this clever chris redfield the chris's are going up against each other <laughs> um i think if frank went that eric just returned go first uh, i'm voting for adel um because clearly he's doing something right if he can get many girls in multiple east games to like fall for him uh frank are we sure these are both dudes no i'm just kidding break <laughs> i'm going with adel too um just for the I reasons that that Eric dudes, I swear, I was gonna go for Redfield, uh, but Chris yeah. is just a mountain of meat. Yeah, yeah. Adol is is he's a ladies' man for sure. Uh, next, we have uh, I'm turning back to the women. Tiffa Lockhart versus Laura Croft, and it's my turn. Laura Croft is probably the most famous female character, um, and for reasons you know, she had the huge uh, triangle boobs in the original. Everybody liked the like, huge boobs. <laughs> They, I mean, the polygons back then were terrible. But uh, everybody still wanted a nude coat for her for some reason. Uh, versus Tiffa Lockhart, who uh, her original art was pretty damn hot, even though the, most of the character designs in the game weren't. Except for the fighting one. The fighting, that one was pretty pretty well done. Um, I, when I played Final Fantasy, I, I always, I, I went for Tiffa. Like, I knew, like... He's supposed to be with, you know, whatever her name is, you know, that, that other person or something like that. But, like, his childhood friend, and she's hot, and she actually likes him back. Like, you should be banging that, Cloud, I'm telling you. Because uh, I would. Oh, by I have a children he basically has. Nice. Anyway, so, Frank, you're next. Uh, this isn't even close. Even though Lara Croft is super hot throughout the series, um, have you seen the remake uh, break? Holy hell, they did a great job with Tifa. Uh, Hold on, Frank. Yes. Yeah. Angelina Jolie was the first actress to play Laura Croft. So don't yes. forget that. Yes. And, and um, 
the latest one was that chick from uh, Ex Machina, and and she did a great job too, uh, and super hot. I honestly but... think the reboot of Lara is hotter <laughs> than the original. I kind of agree with you. Uh, I kind of agree with you, Eric. You? But I, I think happen. it's Tifa for me, man. It's not not even close. It's Tifa. Eric, even though it's already decided, what do you want? Tifa. Oh, it's a unanimous. Wow. We don't usually agree. So that's like, uh, I think that's only the second unanimous decision we've had. Uh, uh, next, uh, we'll stay with the women. Kasumi from... From... Uh, we kind of broke up there. Something's going on. And in, in, hang on in chat, guys. Um, my internet connection is going goofy. Gotta love that. Did I lose you guys? Ugh. Hang in there, everybody. We'll get there. <clears throat> uh, you know, stuff happens. I knew this shit was going to happen. But I'm um, trying to get a hold of uh, these guys as soon as uh, the internet comes back here. But it is what it is. But let me let me pause the recording and I'll talk to... Let's continue on, man. I, I, I don't know where we left off. Adol... Uh, went through. Tifa went through. Kasumi and Morgan, right? Break. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Is that where we were? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um. Yeah. Who started? Eric started. Yeah. You, Frank. You're next. Uh, I'm gonna go with Morgan. Uh, Morgan's always been a a super hottie to me, so I'm going with Morgan. Yeah. I. I Kasumi is extremely hot, and, uh, and you know she's uh, uh, really bouncy. <laughs> um, but Morgan, we've talked about like confidence, and she's got like strong sexual confidence going on. You know, yeah. when she walks in the room and she knows everybody wants to fuck her badly, but they can't because she's not going to let them. She'll right. tease them. Uh, anyway, so Morgan, she this is another unanimous version. If she does, it's because of necessity of needing energy. <laughs> yeah. And you'll probably die. <laughs> All right. Uh, we moved back for the men to the, for the last time in the first round, and uh, I thought it would be fun to uh, pit these two against each other. Zach Fair versus Cloud Strife. Uh, Frank, you went for, No, Eric went first. I think it's my turn. Um, I am going to go with Cloud Strife. Uh, and his giant spiky blonde hair. Uh, Frank, you're next. It's pretty easy for me, man. The hair does it. It's cloud for sure. Oh, Eric? I like, I'm going to vote for Zach just because I felt that his energetic personality is more alluring <laughs> than Cloud's mostly stoic nature. <laughs> Skodama oh. says, Frank's internet queefed. It did indeed, Skodama, but we're back. Aha. <laughs> 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 All right, what do we got next, Break. Um, last round, I wanted to make this one hard. Oh, okay, there she is. Uh, um, that's the character I was looking for. Okay, so, so that's why I couldn't find her. She's the very last character. Uh, my Shinranu. Shinranu Sh- versus Elena from Street Fighter 3. And, uh, Shirinui, you mean? My Shirinui. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am voting for her right away because she's so bouncy. <laughs> uh, I mean, she's, she's like the original, like, hey. 
you know. Yeah. I think well, there are far more hotter King of Fighters female characters than there are Mai. Mai's kind of basic. Hmm. That's I'm interesting. This with you done. I'm, I'm just, I can't believe that was said on this show. This is over with, everybody. We're, the show's canceled. We're done. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on to that thought. <laughs> All right, you can go next then. Um... I'm picking Mai. I agree with Brake on this one, actually. I I think she's super hot, man. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's not much to not like about her. Brunette with the bouncy and you know the legs, a little bit of an ass. I mean, uh, not much to not like about Mai, to be honest. I mean, Lena pretty hot too, but I don't know. Mai for yeah, for I'm, sure. I'm sorry, Lena. Like, uh, just you. Yeah, this is mine. You just don't have to... Right, right. All right, we got to do round two quick here, Break. So we, we already went through what, what all these are involved, so let's do round two. No, I'm having problems, too. I don't know... Okay, I'm going to try this best I can. Jessica versus Ivy. I went first last time. Frank, it's your turn. Oh, this is a tough matchup because I really like Jessica, but Ivy I've always had a kind of a affinity for, so... Again, I gotta go with Ivy over Jessica, and Jessica was my pick. So that's how much I think of Ivy. So Ivy, actually, these were both your picks. So you're not losing. Yeah, definitely not losing. Either way, it can't go wrong. Does it matter anymore? Yes, it matters. Yes, you're, you're next. Yeah, you get to pick the next first one. Uh, uh, Jessica. What are we doing here? <laughs> what, what, I don't know. What, what, what are we on now? <laughs> Alucard and Bayonetta, I believe, right, Break? Ivy and Jessica, but Ivy's just moving on because this is a clusterfuck. Ivy, you're moving on. <laughs> uh, next, we have Alucard versus Bayonetta. Uh, um, Alucard. Frank? Uh, I'm going with Bayonetta, man. I mean, Alucard's pretty hot for sure, but, but Bayonetta does it more for me. Yeah. Um. I mean, I I, I want to say like I like, I'm gonna kick all the men off real quick at this rate. Like I'm just thinking. Let me let me see if they're let me go. There's more men. Uh, there's there's men that have moved. Yeah, yeah, Bayonetta. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that sets up a Titanic matchup for next week, man. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, men will move on no matter what because there are men versus men. So that's what I was worried about. It's like this next round, just all men being completely wiped out. You know, like, uh. <laughs> right. Sorry, guys. Uh, Leon Kennedy versus the Prince of Persia. And I will go first. Um, Leon, you know, like, you got that dark, like, that grayish light hair. Like, he kind of grayed young. That's, uh, that's kind of a sexy look. I, you know, I'm going to go with the Kennedy, man. Frank, you're next. Mm, I'm gonna go with the prince. That way, Eric can be the tiebreaker. Um, I, either one would be a good choice, but I'm going with the prince. Prince. Oh, that's an upset. That's a huge yeah, upset. There's a few versions of the prince. Plus, he was uh, uh, was it Jake Windenhall played him? Jalen Hall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Uh, next we have. Oh, I got in the wrong spot. Uh, Cindy Orem from Final Fantasy Fifteen versus Lulu from Final Fantasy X. Uh Eric, you could start this one out. Uh, Lulu. 
Lulu, Frank, I already know your pick. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> this is Lulu, man. It's not even... I mean, as hot as Cindy is, like, under understated hotness of Cindy, um, it's got to be Lulu, man. Lulu is... Man, Lulu is one of the greatest-looking uh, video game characters of all time, in my opinion. She's like... To me, Cindy is like the, the, the Cameron Diaz of... Yeah. Character. Yeah. Uh, I see that. Anyway, next we move back to the dudes. We have Jacob Taylor... The uh, muscular shirtless dude versus Bearded Ryu, the muscular shirtless dude. Yeah. <laughs> Frank, you can start this one out. Oh, God. Um, I'm going to just pick Ryu because I don't know too much about Jacob Taylor. I, I didn't play enough of Mass Effect to know. Eric? I'm voting for Ryu. Um, Bearded Ryu, I was going to go for Jacob Taylor, but uh, Bearded Ryu moves on. Next Why does it have to be bearded? Can it be non-bearded? <laughs> uh, I think it's the age more than the beard that's the more important qualifier there. <laughs> right. All okay, right. Anyway, um, next we have Jill Valentine, and this is another man versus woman matchup uh, versus Adol Kristen. I think it's my turn, and um, although I. You know what? Because she beat Cammy in an, a, a ridiculous <laughs> upset. I'm voting for the dude, Adol. Yeah. <laughs> You, this election was rigged. I don't That's, think I don't think it was rigged, but um, I think this is going to be a unanimous choice, man. Because I'm going with Adolf too. Me too. <laughs> you see, so the men are moving on. How weird is that? What if a man wins this? What does that say? Says says we're unbiased. I voted for him out of spite. Why did you two? <laughs> <laughs> I voted for him because he's a he's a ladies man and he's not a bad looking dude. I mean, this is we have to be fair to the ladies, man. Even though there's, right, you say so. Uh, next, we have Tiffa Lockhart versus Morgan Einsland, and uh, Frank, you can start this one. This one hurts my heart, man, because I love both of these characters so much. <laughs> um. I'm already unbiased and non-binary, so I don't. I know, I know. We we're the biased ones, Eric, for sure. I'm going with Morgan, um, Morgan, I should say. Um, barely, just barely. I I'm gonna go next. I am gonna go with Tiffa. I like. I just like the long legs and just. I know, I know, man. I know, I know. God damn it! It's a hard choice, though. Really hard choice. Like. That girl next door look going on that's really hot. I, I gotta go with Tiffa. So, um, Eric, you're a tiebreaker. <laughs> Maybe that's true, uh, Skoma. I'm going with Tiffa. Oh, you guys suck. <laughs> it's not a bad choice, man. T- T- Tiffa is definitely hot, for sure. And this will be the last one of this round and the last one of the day. Cloud Strife versus My Shiranu. Right? Is that how you find it? Shernui? Shernui. Yeah, Shernui. I was close. You'll start, Eric. <laughs> well, I wanted to vote for Zach, and he didn't move on. You guys are probably going to vote for mine anyway, so I'm voting for mine. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, Eric. I've been I've been unbiased as much as I can. Um, but I'm yeah. going to put Breakman on the spot because I'm, I'm voting for... Who did you vote for? Uh <laughs> go next. I'm going to go next because uh oh now go ahead. You go ahead, Frank. You <laughs> voted for my what you want. I'm going to I'm going to you voted for my Eric? Yeah, if only cuz I'm going to vote against her next. Okay, time. I'm voting for Cloud for the same reason. <laughs> 
Um, I my was one of my choices, and uh, like I just. I don't like. I can't vote against my like. See, I can't pick Eric can't blame do. me for that because I I voted for Cloud. You you only have yourself to blame, Eric. Only yourself, son of a bitch. <laughs> like I was I was uh, uh, planning on going like after him like me next so you could be the tiebreaker. And, like, I know. I started with that and I'm like, man, he said my shit. He ruined my plans. Right. <laughs> and I said Cloud. That way I can make you the villain break. <laughs> Uh, this is gonna be interesting. We got, we still got enough guys on here. We got Ryu versus Adol next week. Oh not God! Tifa versus Mai, the Prince versus Lulu, and Ivy versus Bayonetta. Yeah, these are great matchups, man. I mean, this is gonna be good. But I think we're gonna go back to the cutest tournament next week, right? Next right. week uh, we have for the rounds. We have Kirby versus Hello Kitty. Oh God. Slime. We have the Dragon Quest Slime versus Eevee from Pokemon. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Princess Zelda versus uh, Leone versus Tails. Miles yeah. There's too much sugar. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of sugar, man, for sure. But it's fun. It's very fun. All right. Um, and you know what? I'm glad we're doing this tournament because this this has proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that... that uh, I mean, this you know, we're we're doing this uh, hottest tournament to spite each other. I know we are. Like every vote is a vote, a strategic vote in one form or fashion. So from here on out, the hottest tournament is going to be is going to be uh, intense. That's for sure. <laughs> and I love every second of it. It's awesome. All right. Um, I think that's all we got time for, guys. We got to get out of here. Food Quest is calling me. Um, I want to appreciate everybody for sticking around, uh, especially Skotoma and uh, Freak Five for uh, sticking with the technical difficulties. We just had a hell of a time today. I'm, I'm going to try to rectify this problem for next week, and um, you know, hopefully, we can get things in order. This is definitely on me this week, so um, sorry about that. And hopefully, it'll just get better. But anyways, all right, let's do our plugs. Um, Breakman, plug away. Uh, you can follow me at. Uh, break or no shit. Why don't I say that? <laughs> you haven't gotten your Breakman account back yet. No, I'm not getting it back. Darn it! <laughs> shit. Too much, too much of shit. That's why. Um, Trump can get his back, and and people who say like satellite lasers from made by Jewish people are destroying forest fires can get their accounts back, but not me. I know that sucks, Ben. But RP Grinders is still there. Fly to wherever Elon is and suck his dick, and then and then say nice things about conservatives. <laughs> Skotoba says, "Try not to let it queef." <laughs> I think I'll just go with Al. I don't. I don't need it that bad. <laughs> Are you glad that you got the RP Grinders account uh, break? Because I think that was one of the fun, the greatest things I've ever done is give you give you that account. <laughs> All right, um, Eric, your plugs, please. You can find written reviews I do on bostonbastardbrigade.com, or you can go to the feed for the show and listen to my audio reviews for games there. And that's and at rpgrinders.podbean.com. Sorry, I had to make sure. Go ahead, Eric. And if you like either of those... You must support me. There is a link to my Patreon and my Twitter profile, which is at EricRPG. 
Although I might be considering um, making an account on co-host and Mastodon um, and promoting myself there because who knows how much longer Twitter is going to function. Yeah, that's true. Not a bad idea, Eric. Not a bad idea at all. Um, so, you know. All right, you can follow me on all the systems, uh, RP Grinders or Frank Banches. I think I think either one will get, get you there, uh, but most likely RP Grinders. You can follow me on Twitter, at Frank Branches. Um, I don't post too, too much there anymore. It's kind of barren. I don't, I don't really like it anymore. They, they changed it way too much. Not, has nothing to do with Elon Musk. It's just too many changes, uh, for sure. Uh, Freak says, I'm creating a new D&D character. I came up with the name first and finally figured out the race and class. Harry Baldcock. Oh, Jesus. His name should be Queef Masters. <laughs> I love it. All right. Um, let's see. Um, check out Skinamarink and let me know what you guys think. If you have AMC Plus, you definitely have Shudder. Or if you have Shudder, I want I want to know what you guys think about Skinamarink. Uh, Breakman, you should watch that movie and let me know what you think. Because uh, you might have a totally... Skin- yeah, Skinamarink. It's on Shudder. Yeah, Queef Master does work for... A- for a halfling warlock, because like it kind of refers to his warlocky status by the myth of the master part. Halfling warlock. That sounds kind of awesome, Freak Five. All right, Okay, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Um, watch Vox Machina. It's fucking fantastic. It's a great. It, this season ha- has to do with a basically a, a an acid dragon, which are particularly nasty in Dungeons and Dragons. And they did a really good job of portraying a, a uh, um, an acid dragon and and some of the things that it can do, and it was badass. So check out Vox Machina season two. It takes a, a more of a serious tone this season, but it's definitely awesome. All right, anything else, gentlemen? Uh, have a good weekend. All right, stay safe this weekend. We want to see you back here next week. Until then, we are out. Later, everybody. Don't creep on each other. <laughs>